What is the risk of HIV transmission with low viral loads? Find out about this and more today's PB Roundup podcast. I'm your host, Senior Vice President and Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright, coming to you once again from the Pioneer Valley in Western Massachusetts. Here are today's stories. The risk of sexual transmission of HIV from patients with a viral load less than 1,000 copies per mil is almost zero. This according to a study published in Lancet. In an analysis of eight studies comprising of 7,762 serodiscordant couples, three studies showed no HIV transmission when the partner with HIV had a viral load less than 200 copies per mil. Among four prospective studies, there were 323 transmission events. However, none were in patients considered stably suppressed on antiretroviral therapy. Among all studies, there were only two cases of transmission when the index patient's most recent viral load was less than 1,000 copies per mil. In our next story, we learned that more research on the association between menopausal hormone therapy and dementia risk is warranted. This according to a study published in the British Medical Journal. In a study of Danish women aged 50 to 60 in the year 2000 with no history of dementia or contraindications for use of menopausal hormone therapy, those who were treated with estrogen progesterone had an increased rate of all-cause dementia with a hazard ratio of 1.24. The increased risk was similar between those who received continuous and cyclic treatment, hazard ratio 1.31 versus hazard ratio 1.24 and persistent in women who receive treatment at age less than 55 years of age, with a hazard ratio of 1.24. And finally, we learned that patients with ADHD who receive stimulant treatment during childhood are not at higher risk for substance abuse later in life. An analysis of 579 children published in JAMA Psychiatry showed no evidence that current or prior stimulant treatment or their interaction were associated with substance use after adjusting for developmental trends in substance use at age. Additional analysis adjusting for demographic, clinical, and familial factors also revealed no evidence that more years of stimulant treatment or continuous uninterrupted stimulant treatment were associated with substance abuse in adulthood. And that's today's Medical Roundup. Thank you for joining us for this episode of PB Roundup Podcast. For more stories like this, visit us at pbroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. Thoughts, comments, or suggestions, please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform or email us at editorial at pbroundup.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing Medical News Roundup and just ask, what's my Flash Briefing? Thanks today to Gabrielle Mastello for selecting and editing our stories and to Sean Mullins for production assistance. Join me next time for an episode where we cover the latest stories in the world of medicine.